some leather-lunged New Yorker. He's cheering for the Panthers, but he's behind me. And he was making all these jokes. He's like, yeah, the Panthers are losing by a hair. I heard these Florida fans are rabid, but this is ridiculous. Anyways, and then security came down. Right from from everybody, because the rabbit's not hurting anybody. I was kind of hoping the rabbit would crap all over the kids. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hello, everybody. Let's get at it. Happy uh, weekend. Happy Friday. And uh, by name, we call this a football Friday, but we're not opening with football. We're opening with a quick six show topics, which we're going to get to in a moment because our analytics show that this is the highest rated portion of the day. The warm-up, and we've got uh, the Moose with us. Maybe that's why it's the highest-rated portion. He joins us from the NHL's Bermuda Capital. I will say later on, it is going to be a big Canadian Football League day, but not right now. We're going to go live to Saskatchewan Rough Riders training camp in Hour 1 with leader post writer Taylor Shire and uh, live to Ottawa in Hour 2 with A.J. Jakubik, the voice of the Ottawa Red Blacks and host of Ottawa uh, Senators games. But I'm going to jump right into it. Uh, can you hit the quick six show horn, please? Uh, twice today. No, Jordan. We, I see that my Florida peeps have tuned in, specifically Thad. The big TK, you know him, Moose, you met him, and I'm a little surprised to hear from him so early today because that's my first point. Matthew Kachuk scored the game-winning goal with 13 seconds left in the fourth overtime, and the Florida Panthers topped the Carolina Hurricanes 3-2, Thursday night, the Panthers took a 1-0 edge in the best-of-seven Eastern Conference final. The game marked the 15th four-overtime game in NHL history, so let's just settle in on that for a second because people have come here. They're expecting me to talk about some hockey today and the Florida Panthers. I was at... uh, Let's slow it down for a second. I was at the watch party at a place called The Backyard with Thad uh, in Fort Lauderdale. With Our little group was all Panthers season ticket holders. Okay, and one of those was Jess. You know Jess, Darren. You met her when you were down here. And she is looking yes. around. This place is jammed. You couldn't get another body in there with a friggin' shoehorn. And she's like, I have never seen 98% of these people all year. Doesn't matter. The place was going nuts. It was so much fun. It was beautiful, hot out. You've been here. You've seen it. Uh, the Panthers, well, it was a back and forth game. Right, uh, one nothing, one one, two one, two two. Then the Panthers thought they'd scored in overtime. Their Lamborghini, Thad's favorite player, Ryan Lomberg, Sportsnet posted that the game was over. Some twenty-year-old intern geek fired today, looking for a job because he had the itchy trigger finger, saying the Panthers won the game in the first overtime. It went to four. And let me just answer the question that everybody's asking: How late did you stay up? Did you see the goal? Well, I left the backyard with just under 10 minutes to go in the third period. I listened to Doug Plagans on the way home. I watched one overtime, and then I went to bed. Serena woke me up today to tell me who won the game. It was, I was like that little kid at Christmas. Time to get up. By the way, the Panthers won. And the radio guy for the Panthers, Doug Plagans, is getting appropriately vetted and celebrated Doug Plagans calls those road games alone, as you've learned, Darren. I don't know how he did it. Not only did he have a voice to call the winning goal with 13 seconds to go in the fourth overtime, he had a strong voice with 13 seconds to go in the fourth overtime. I've called those games. I've called them. 
TSN did it in 1996. We, we went to four overtimes. Pats and Hurricanes ourselves. I didn't have a voice. Doug did. What a night, Moose. There's my opening soliloquy. What's yours? Yeah, pretty wild. You know, pretty wild when you see a game like that. I mean, you got great goaltending for both sides. You got action. And if this is kind of game one is supposed to set the tone for the series. If we're setting the tone for the series, Rod, you better start sleeping in in the mornings, you know, because this is going to be wild. These games are going to be tight. They're going to be back and forth. And I think we're going to get some late nights. This probably won't be the only overtime we see in this series. Okay, so we'll talk a little bit about the game. Thad informing us he left after the third period. Thank you, Thad, for your honesty. And also for saving me your chair because they brought in um, armchairs, I guess. You know, those foldable ones. And he's like, you sit here, sit here. We split it about 50-50. John Ohm. Ohm says that watch party looked amazing on Instagram, Rod. Yeah, go to my own personal, Rod Peterson official, or the shows at the Rod Peterson show. And you'll see, it was Bedlam in the backyard. That's the name of the bar in Fort Lauderdale. And to be honest, you didn't know me back then, Darren, and Thad sure as hell didn't. But I did lean over to him and I said, you know what, Thad, back in the day, I would not have seen the end of this game. They would have carried me out of here. And nobody would have had more fun. But I would have spent till supper time the next day issuing apologies for my behavior. So that's what I don't miss. So, moving on, I think this dovetails nicely into our second point, and that is who's leading the Con Smythe Trophy discussion right now for the MVP of the Stanley Cup playoffs? And we put our heads together today. It looked like a rock pile, I'll be honest. All of our staff at our morning meeting, which we do virtually, and this is what we came up with, one per team of the four players that are left. And by the way, our poll is for Key Auto Group. When it's time to transition into the world of electrified vehicles, the all-new Nero Hybrid is the perfect first step. Call Key Yorkton Kia at 306-783-2772 or go to keyyorktonkia.com for more information. The 23 Kia Nero movement that inspires. Our options are the Jack Eichel, who's leading the Golden Knights in scoring. Joe Pavelski, who has set a Dallas Stars franchise record for eight goals scored in round two alone. Joe Pavelski from the Carolina Hurricanes, Sebastian Ajo, who's done great things. And then the one that we're getting some pushback and consternation on is the great Chuck E. Cheese. And I'm here to talk about it. I'm here. I have time for the debate. There's a little bit of recency bias here with why we went to the Matthew Kachuk is the Panthers' representative for the Conn Smythe Trophy. And I'm not saying he's necessarily going to win it. Remember, we're only two rounds and one game in to the playoffs. There's still a lot of hockey left. Some recency bias here. Chucky scored the game winner last night. Bob is just the third goalie ever, ever, to make 50 saves in back-to-back games. And I can't even remember the last two. My guess is they didn't even wear a mask. So I got time for Bob, but Matthew Kachuk is the face of the franchise. Trust me, everybody's talking about Bob right now. But I think Matthew Kachuk would be, would be the guy. He's one of three finalists for the league MVP right now. And it's not all about playing on the ice. It's about schutzpah and who's hot at the time. So, And I'm voting for Kachuk, obviously. Who are you voting for in the Conn Smythe poll right now, if we have it right? Yeah, I want to vote for Bob. I can't vote for him, but I want to vote for Sergei Bobrovsky. And, and for me, it's as simple as this team 
was out of the playoffs until they turned to Bob. This team was dead. They were done. They weren't coming back. Matthew Kachuk, Barkov, Ekblad, doesn't matter. It's when they turned to Sergei Bobrovsky that everything turned around and they became a different hockey team. And it's Bob for me and Bob alone why they're here right now. So I would vote for Bobrovsky, but I can't. So uh, I got to vote for Kachuk. I got to vote for Kachuk right now. Okay. Because if it's not Bob, it's, it's Chucky. You people have the next day, almost 24 hours. You people have the next day to vote in our poll, but we have breaking news on this Friday. Chris Johnston from TSN reporting Kyle Dubas will not return as general manager of the Toronto Maple Leafs. And I have to be honest with you, view from 35,000 feet, why are you doing this? (laughs) The guy made more trades than anybody else at the deadline to save his own ass. I thought they just had to get out of round one. I'm sorry, that's what I thought. Bernie Nichols came on here and said that everybody keeps their jobs if they win round one, and they did, and now Dubas is out. So uh, Troy in Toronto says, who will be the new Leafs GM, a veteran or a newbie? Robin in Prince Albert says, it's football Friday, and Kyle Dubas is out as the Leafs GM. Maybe it's Patrick Waugh, although after having spoken with his people yesterday, uh, he's not talking to the Leafs. That wasn't the team that he's, t- one of the teams that he was talking to. So anyways, enough about me. You're the Leafs fan. What do you think? It, to me, you know, and, and this just coming down now and, and seeing the notification and kind of briefly seeing what TSN has put out, um, Chris Johnson and, and uh, the story here and the quote from Shanahan, it sounds like this was Brandon Shanahan's decision and not Kyle Dubas's. It sounds early on like this was Shanahan making a decision for the team not to um, bring Kyle Dubas back or attempt to re-sign him. His contract is going to expire this summer. Um, Kyle, in his emotional press conference um, last week, talked about, you know, he'd have to think long and hard about if he wants to come back and what he wants to do and how hard this was for the family. And I think, you know, you start to wonder the emotional Kyle Dubas we saw uh, throughout the year, and especially in the playoffs, jostling with fans, slamming press doors, getting really upset. Um, you don't see that from a lot of GMs up in the booth. You just don't. And, you know, is that something that Brendan Shanahan wants to bring back? Is he seeing the frustration and saying, look, it, this is not what we want. We want to build off of the success in round one and go in a different direction. So um, it's a big change for sure for the Maple Leafs organization today. Well, literally, if you can't take the heat, get out of the kitchen. I didn't watch the Dubas News Conference. I relied on you to report on it for me. There's a thousand, probably more than a thousand guys that want your job, Kyle. So if you don't want it and you're not the right guy for the job, please get out the way because there's lots of guys and gals that do. Uh, we got to put the hammer down here. We have five minutes left in this segment. Moose is going to be with me for the first two and then Taylor Shire live from Rough Riders training camp. But there's a couple of Canadian Football League items I want to say. There is a game on Monday. It's a national holiday in Canada, Thad, just so you know. And it's the Edmonton Elks at the Calgary Stampeders. Now, the game's not on television, but today, the Canadian Football League made a huge announcement. They're furthering their commitment to fans by providing free access to more games than ever before. A verified email address will be all that's required to unlock the league's first ever live streaming platform, CFL Preseason Live and CFL Plus. The full slate of preseason games will now be accessible to all fans in-season, TSN and RDS will continue to be the home of the CFL in Canada. 
in the United States of America. USA, USA. CBS Sports Network and CFL Plus will split broadcasting duties, while the online platform will also deliver the full season to all fans outside of North America. So to be quite honest with you, it's not a lot different than the last deal with ESPN. There was usually one, two at best, games on linear television, as Randy Ambrosi likes to say. That's cable television on ESPN. And then the other two you had to watch streaming. I watched for a weekend because I'm a big CFL guy. And what they're telling me today is there'll be just as many games on CBS Sports Network. And for those that aren't, you can watch on CFL Plus. So call me happy. But you can also watch CFL Football Live with me. Woody's RV World presents the Summer Football Road Trip, hosted by The Rod Peterson Show in Engelheim. Tickets are available now at rodpeterson.com. It includes charter transportation from Engelheim on June 23rd, from Regina to Calgary and back June 25th. Two-night accommodations at Hotel Cleet, Calgary Airport. That's our host hotel in Calgary. With complimentary breakfasts each day, exclusive pre- and post-game parties hosted by moi, and a ticket to the Rough Riders and the Stampeders on June 24th. Don't delay. Get your seats now. Go to rodpeterson.com and click on the banner. But we have a note today, breaking news from Woody's RV. If I can get this right, this is directly from Russ at Woody's RV. He runs the whole damn show. It's buy one, get one. Buy one, get one. Woody's would like you to bring a loved one or a friend on Woody's. Purchase an RV at Woody's. That's all you have to do. You're going to buy an RV anyways, right? So if you do, and if you buy a ticket, you can join us on the football road trip. Woody's will buy you an additional ticket. So that's just in the venue. You don't even have to get a spot on the bus. You buy a ticket to the game, they'll buy your second ticket. BOGO. Purchase an RV at Woody's, and if you buy a ticket to join us on the football road trip, Woody's will buy you an additional ticket. There we got it. Bring your best bud, your kid, your significant other. Heck, even bring grandma. Because she Grandma's loves her riders, damn it. Hell yeah. So that's what it is. You buy one ticket, Woody's will buy you your second. Wow. Woody's RV. That's the smoking deal that we have today. We'll come back on that in a moment because it is a football Friday. Um, Blue Jays, point four, the Toronto Blue Jays back in action tonight, hosting another American League Eastern rival. In the Baltimore Orioles, Toronto fell 4-2 to AL East foe the Yankees last night, going 1-3 in that four-game series. Point five, how about Cam Newton? You saw the news. The Albany Empire of the something-something indoor football league has offered Cam Newton a contract. And whether he accepts it or not, to me, this might just be a marketing gimmick. I never heard of the Albany Empire before or this league, but now I have. I don't think that he's going to go, but what do you think, Moose? Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, Cam Newton, I've heard him in the offseason saying he can still start and play in the National Football League and wants to. Um, I don't think he's going to go to an indoor football league or any other league uh, until he absolutely has exhausted everything to do with the National Football League. I really don't. I'm with you. And here's the thing about playing football. Well, I've never played it. But the guys that I know at the high level, it's not necessarily real fun. Who wants to be in the gym three hours a day? As a running back, who wants to be hit five times on average every time you touch the ball? Right? Quarterbacks, there's a lot of pressure on them. Now, I will say that. I've had a lot of friends play 
indoor football. Arena League, the Indoor Football League, had a lot of friends. And they love that league. But I don't think Cam Newton's going to be heading there anytime soon. John Ohm, where is my gong? Here it is. John Ohm says, I would go on that CFL road trip, but I have a golf tourney that weekend. I know, Rod. I said that dreaded word, golf. John, I love you. You know that, but you need to work on your listening and retention skills. I don't have a problem with golf. Stop trying to get me to golf. It's interesting because in our 12-step meeting this morning, we talked about self-centeredness. Is it self-centeredness for me to say, leave me alone? Go golf 36 holes a day, bro. I don't care what you do. Just stop asking me to come. Jenneth Four Seasons says, good morning, everyone. The Jays game is on that Apple TV tonight. Ugh. I'm ready for some more playoff hockey. I love the way she said that. It's on that Apple TV. You got one of those, <laughs> Mel? Did you get one, Mel? The app, what, that Apple TV? We're just getting into it now. We'll be right back. It's the warm-up. We're live on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc what's so special about hero Bread's soft fluffy and delicious breads buns and tortillas these ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar fewer calories and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health shop now at hero.co your favorite podcast platform. Playnow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. A site with hundreds of slot games. Your favorite live table games. And the Playnow Sportsbook. Head over to www.playnow.com slash rpshow to claim your $50 casino reward. That's www.playnow.com slash rpshow for your $50 casino reward. Playnow.com. 19 plus, use your game sense. All right, uh, it is hot here in South Florida. It's fantastic. And uh, I'm not going to allow the people to annoy me. Moose, Darren Moose DuPont is with us from the um, NHL's Florida, sorry, the NHL's Bermuda Triangle. No, well, I'm just not good. No, they're not even really, they're not trying. This is a me problem, not a them problem. Uh, I'll just say this from Craig Smith, our director of scouting. He says, my dad said a while back he thinks Florida would take it all. Talking about the Stanley Cup. He says, never saw that dominant Canes team we saw in other areas. Panthers obviously have something to do with it. And that's why I don't get into analytics and I don't really like stats. I read them 
and I love the history and stuff, but it doesn't mean anything. All the talk before the series, and we're, we're like any other media. Shane Willis came on here, the Hurricanes color broadcaster, longtime friend of mine, 25-some years. He broke down, well, the Carolina Hurricanes have the deeper defense, and they might have the deeper depth scoring, and it could come down to goaltending. None of that mattered last night. None of it. Brandon Montour played 58 minutes for the Florida. It's going to be settled by the players. It's not about history. It's not about analytics. It's not about expected goals, which, by the way, what the hell is that? I don't even know. And at least I'm happy that I, and don't, please don't try to explain it to me because I don't care. It's the eye test. Smitty knows it. Smitty knows it. You can talk about players that have all these long measure, what do they call them? Metrics, measurables. Who had the most heart? Florida Panthers got the most heart. Anyways, uh, regarding the uh, huge announcement from Woody's RV, now they've stepped up to the table. If you purchase a ticket on our bus trip, our roadie, from Saskatchewan to Calgary for the June 24th game, you buy one ticket, Woody's will buy the second. You bring whoever you want. He said, Russ said, your, what do you say? Loved one, a friend, even your grandma. What if you bring somebody you don't like? Eight hours there, eight hours back, you might end up liking each other by the end of it. Because I'm pretty sure if you take friend or family, you might end up hating them by the time. Never mind. Yeah. Um, Jake Hughes writes in from the Hughes, pod, Hughes Sports Podcast. He says, it's been a few days, but as RP and team talked about the CFL Plus and CFL preseason streaming platform, we did, brah. Last segment. Coffee starts at 10 Mountain. We can't go back for you. You came into the class late. Fortunately for you, this ain't 1987. You can just go zip back on your YouTube screen and go watch it yourself because we're not going to cover it again. Um... <laughs> Swerve says, seriously, who has money to buy an RV? Um... You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. I will read one more note here. Brian in Bosa's Your Manitoba writes in on the 902 text line, and he says, Good day, RP squad. Well, Moose, you're moving to the big smoke. For those that don't know, that's Toronto. He says, In that case, can you hook me up with tickets for the Leafs, Jays, Argos, Raptors? LOL. He says, Good luck <laughs> and enjoy the new environment. Down east. What's it been like since I dropped your news on, was it Wednesday that you're moving to Calgary, think, Moose? What's that been like for you? Yeah. It's, it's been good. It's been good. There hasn't been quite the, uh, that's the first time I've been asked for tickets. So uh, you can, that should be the first and last time I get asked for tickets. Okay? Let it be known. I'm not getting you tickets. Uh, <laughs> but I will uh, take you up on if you want to go for coffee down there. I know Troy is going to do that. So, uh no, it's been it's been really good and uh, excited to go. I mean, the set here in the in the home sorry in the home studio looks really good, but if you just go over yeah. there, it's it's a tornado has been through here. So lots of lots of stuff to do, packing and whatnot. Of course, a couple things. Arlen Bruce has checked in. AB three. He says, "I'm with you, RP. Golf. If I don't get a hole in one after the first shot, I'm done golfing for the day. Find me a go kart so I can go mingle." How about that? That's the thing. I got nothing against golf. Nothing against it at all. Just stop asking. Where's Wayne and Victoria? 
Wait a minute, Victoria. He says, I have to say, I don't understand golfers who want you to join them all the time. I have to agree with Rod. <laughs> Dude, it's, the, it's, 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 it's what's... I, ja I laughed with Darren the second we got off air the other day. I said, no, now you're just starting to get the questions that I don't get anymore. Why Florida? Why would you leave? Why would you? Nobody asked anymore because they can see how happy I am. But now you get all the questions. It's, yeah, it's like the same thing with golf. Well, that's my point. People down here, do you golf, Rod? You want to golf? I don't golf. Okay, cool. See you next class. It's not my longtime friends that have asked for 40 years. You want to come golfing? No, I don't. Ah, come on. No, I suck. No, it's not about whether you're good or not. It's about the weather. Can I said no. How about that? We're out on the golf cart. They got the damn fish finder, you know, <laughs> sizing up their clubs. They like, can you just, I said no. Okay. Would you please stop asking? Okay. Next day. Rod, you want to come out golfing? <laughs> like, what do you do? Hmm. Anyways, Nelson from uh, our, he's our VP of Sim Events. He says, a nice walk ruined by that damn white ball. Troy in Toronto says, uh, real golfers would never want to golf with non golfers. I don't have seven hours for a new guy to shoot 146. But that's, I, I, hey, I get triggered. I've got issues. I've got baggage. I was in a charity golf classic, and they had a Calcutta. You know what that is? Oh, Where yeah. the celebrity golfers were auctioned off. I was the second highest guy to go because they thought, well, Rod's a sports guy. He must be a great golfer. No, I'm terrible. And I was so bad. I was digging trenches out there on the course. They refused to sit with me at supper. I was that bad. I'm like, I'm never, ever doing this again write it down never and of course the golfers are like well you just need to spend more time on the driving range <laughs> what part of i don't like this do you not get john says best rant ever i will take 10 percent credit on that and Navy Don writes it and says, Moose is off to Toronto? I feel like we're just running a best of episode today. Why don't we just do that? Yeah, where you been, <clears throat> Don? <laughs> you need to watch every single day. And the thing is, Jake wants us to go back and talk about the CFL Plus and CFL preseason announcement today. And he's like, but I brought snacks for everyone. We start at 10. If you want to get on top of what the topics are that we're talking about, join us when the show starts. We can't slow this down for everybody because everybody else showed up on time. I told you I wasn't going to allow them to upset me, Darren. I, I'm not sure whether I've been successful with that or not. Uh, by the way, coming up later on in the audience takeover segment, after Taylor Shire who is going to join us uh, live from Saskatchewan Rough Riders training camp in the next segment, this is what I would like to talk about. I talked myself into a circle of getting back on track, and I'm not sure that's ever happened. It's in our thumbnail today. Who is the nicest jersey in the Canadian Football League? Nicest uniform. And this ain't going to be popular with a lot of people, but I don't care. It's 
the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. It's the royal blue and what I would call the sand brown. I love it so much. Even when I was working for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders calling games against them, my knees would get weak watching those jerseys. I, I, to me, it ain't close. And as a matter of fact, I think I might do a jersey ranking now that I think about it. But if you go back and you look, 20 years with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, and God knows I love them. It's my home province and all of that. But very rarely did you see me photographed in green because it's just not my color. My dad worked for the Dallas Stars for 26 years. Very rarely did I wear any green Stars gear. It's not about the Riders. It's not about the Stars. My favorite color is blue. So I would say number one, Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Number two, Toronto Argonauts double blue, navy and powder blue. Probably number three, the Montreal Alouettes, because it's very hard to beat red, white, and blue. Very hard. That's why most teams' colors are red, white, and blue. Patriots, Blue Jackets, Rangers. We don't need to go on and on and on. Nelson from, uh, uh, well, we all know who he is. He says, uh, Winnipeg 1, Ryder Retro 2. From Garrett Mathiason, he says, Ryder fan here, but the double blue is pretty sweet. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to do a full on Jersey ranking later in the day, but not now. Moose, what are your top three? It's not close either for me, but it's Toronto. Number one, the Argos, the double blue. How about that? I mean, yeah, you have so many options because the dark, the Navy blue is great. So good. And when you do just touches of the baby powder blue, it's so good, but then you can do all powder blue. I think it's just the best, and it's not close. Um, love, love, love the Toronto Argonauts. One, and then move all the way down. Um, I like Calgary. Oh. I, I like the red and white yeah, yeah, yeah. of Calgary. I think that's really good. That was always my number two is I liked red and white. And then when they added a little black, it was neat too. So I would go uh, Calgary two and... I'll go with Winnipeg three because you're right, the Navy. And when they get the little gold in there, I know it's sand, but like when they make it a little more golden, um, it really pops to uh, Winnipeg's. Three. I'm sorry, you said Toronto one, Winnipeg two? Nope, Calgary two, Winnipeg three. Calgary two, okay. I'm uh, writing these down. This will make a nice little Twitter segment for later. Uh, from Craig, our director of scouting, Craig Smith, he says, I love the royal blue. Hated when they wore navy. But I like all the jerseys. Brian in Bosa, Manitoba says, way to go, Rod. I'll have to agree. Go, Bombers, go. Wayne in Victoria, BC. I love blue as well, Rod. But when it comes to the CFL, green is the color. Hey, that's fine. I'm not sure there's a wrong answer to this. Ted in Red Deer says, Ryder fan here. All the green riders are the best, and I love the gunmetal gray lions. That's the thing. I'm not going to do it, but you people can. You pick the jersey that you would like to re represent your team in the best jersey contest. The rider retros from Labor Day are fantastic. Farmer in Saskatchewan writes, and he says, the matte black BC lion. And honestly, I like the gunmetal lions jerseys. Uh, John Ohm. Um, says best uniform ever in the CFL was going back to the 90s, Memphis Mad Dogs. Sorry, not current, Rod. Current is the black and orange of the BC Lion. I was quite partial to the Sacramento Gold Miners. It was teal, 
with a pickaxe, a gold pickaxe yeah. on its shoulder. So I feel like we have a topic that could carry us for a while, and I knew that it would. Moose, I'll see you back here for hour two. See you then. We're going live to Saskatchewan Rough Riders training camp after this. You are listening live on WQEE Radio. We are Atlanta's NHL show, just not today. Game Plus television, podcast, and live streaming. Are you tired of overspending on your purchases? Say hello to local deals available on the MySask411 app, which brings you amazing deals and offers right at your fingertips. With a few taps, you can save big on your next shopping spree, from dining to clothing. MySask411 has discounts for all your needs. Download the MySask411 app and start saving today. Canadian Centre for Men and Families Alberta supports men through relationship breakdown. It's meaningful for men to have support while they navigate difficult situations. Our goal is to help equip men to create a better future for themselves and their families. In 2022, CCMF Alberta held our first annual Footsteps for Fathers Walk. And thanks to generous corporate and individual supporters, we exceeded our goals. Now is the time to join us and be part of the change by supporting the second annual Footsteps for Fathers Walk. On Father's Day, Sunday, June 18th, we're walking to build a community where men can be better dads, workers, and community members. Walk with us. Walk to raise awareness for men's mental health. Walk to support men and families. Aerial coverage of the RP show presented by Progressive Insurance. Breaking news from the National Hockey League today, which we'll spend more time on in uh, the next segment. Sports update, but Kyle Dubas is out as general manager of the Toronto Maple Leafs. The team said today it is, quote, parting ways with a 37-year-old executive whose contract was scheduled to expire on June the 30th. But it's a football Friday, and we're going live to Saskatchewan Rough Riders training camp of the Canadian Football League in Saskatoon. Taylor Shire joins us from the Regina Leader Post. I can hear the reps going at it right now. Taylor, welcome to the program today. I'm going to jump right into it. How This isn't your first camp by a mile, but it's your first for the Leader Post. How's it been? So far, so good. Yeah, it's been fun to be up here in Saskatoon. Uh, there's... Less camera gear to lug around and a few less suits to pack, so uh, I've been enjoying it so far. Yeah, it goes back a long ways that you've been covering these things. Now, here's the, here's the top two stories I've seen, and you tell me more if there are. I'm sure there are. Number one, the smoke forcing them to, this forest fire smoke forcing them to move practice indoors, one. And two, the battle for the backup quarterback position behind Trevor Harris. Are those the top two yeah, those stories? I would say the smoke isn't anymore. It forced them indoors uh, just for one day. Um, so a minor blip in their schedule. I don't think that's the biggest story uh, as we kind of near the green and white game on Saturday. But yeah, I think the backup quarterback story would be up there because Jake Dolagala has looked really good. He's probably the kind of the, the guy that's impressed me most this camp. Uh, Mason Fine, of course, was the backup last year, but I think Jake Dolagala is really pushing him. And then also Shea Patterson is in the mix as well. And he's the short yardage guy if he's going to make this team. So I imagine they're going to f find room for him because I don't know if Dolagala or Fine is going to be that short yardage guy. So at the end of the day, I think it's going to be Harris, of course. Uh, Trevor Harris is going to start. And then either one of two or uh, Dolagala or Fine for that backup spot with uh, Shea Patterson in the mix as well for the short yardage. 
You've been following this team in this league closely for a long time. Are they passing the eyeball test right now? Uh, you know, what do they got up there? Everybody looks good in camp, in my opinion. Um, they're fast. Uh, they haven't done a lot. There hasn't been a lot of intensity because I figure that they're still figuring out who's sort of the leader and who's the alpha. And, and it, it ramped up a little bit when the pads got on. But, you know, if you think about last year, there's, you know, Cody Fajardo obviously led the team. Uh, he was kind of a vocal leader. And Duke Williams, Charleston Hughes, guys like that were here. And now we're sort of figuring out who that next leader is. So they look good. It's not as intense as. As years pass, there's no uh, fist fights with Garrett Marino and some offensive linemen. So the intensity is down a bit compared to last year. I think last year was kind of an anomaly, but I think it is ramping up. And uh, yeah, once that first preseason game rolls around, I think that's, you know, really when I can give a fair assessment. But they look, uh, they look fast and, and good so far. You know what? That's a really good point about the veteran guys that are gone. I mean, dare I say, Charleston Hughes was looked upon as a leader on that team, and obviously Cody Fajardo was. You said they're looking for the next one. Is anybody standing out to you? Well, Trevor Harris, I think, has already taken on a big leadership role. Uh, Jake Winicky, Darrell Walker, obviously on offense, uh, given their their experience across the league. I would say those three on defense or on offense. And I think the defense has remained pretty much intact. Obviously, Micah Johnson, Larry Dean. Uh, I think they're the core of the defense and the core of that leadership room. Uh, but you have a lot of other returning guys too. Pete Robertson is another guy, Nick Marshall, even Micah Tights coming back. I think the defense, they have no problem figuring out their leadership, but it's really the offense uh, figuring out, you know, who's going to be the leader in that group, especially uh, considering they have a new offensive coordinator well. But I think they have been gelling, and, and it's kind of nice to have a bunch of new guys because they can develop a brand-new identity as well. I saw the head coach, Craig Dickinson, say that he, the backup job's wide open. Some have performed better than others, but he won't say who that is. What would be your rankings at 2, 3, and 4 behind Trevor Harris from what you've seen? Well, like I said, Dolo Gala, I think, has got the number two spot. Uh, I think he's ahead of Mason Fine right now, and, and Shea Patterson is, like I said, going to be that. He, Shea Patterson can definitely throw the ball, and, and he's a good he's a good passer as well, but he's really going to be utilized in the short yardage game. So uh, I think the preseason game will determine if it's Fine or Dola Gala for number two, uh, whether that's the first preseason or the second preseason game, but, but that's how I would rank it. Harris, Dola Gala, Fine, and then... Well, Patterson's in there because he's a short yardage guy, like I said. So he's kind of like the 2B, if that makes sense. How many jobs would you say are up for grabs? Actual open spots being contested. Starting jobs? Um, yeah. Man, there's only... Well, the, the offensive line is tricky because they're still figuring out who's going to start in there. I think Gerald Hawkins is the answer at left tackle, so I don't know if that job is really open anymore. He, he's had a good camp right now, and he's got NFL experience. Philip Blake's going to play left guard, in my opinion. Peter Godbert's at center. So right guard, I would say, between Evan Johnson and Logan Furland is still open. Right tackle between a couple of Americans is open. So there's two along the offensive line, in my opinion. Uh, the Canadian receiver spot, I think, is open. It's probably between Sam Emelis and Mitch Picton right now. When Keen Schaefer Baker comes back, probably is his spot because Braden Lennius is also uh, having a good camp. So that receiver spot between Emelis and Picton. The running back spot, in my opinion, Jamal Morrow still has a leg up. So, But Frankie Hicks has had a really good camp, so I think it's still Jamal's spot uh, for now. And then uh, I think on the defensive end, starting safety. 
Um, Jaden Dalkey, in my opinion, will be the starting safety week one. He's had a tremendous camp, but who's going to be that backup spot? Jackson Ford, does he stick around? Nelson LaCombo, what do they do with him, a former top pick? So I think we're at about four or five really key positions and a few other that are kind of penciled in. Uh, Craig Smith, our director of scouting, wants to know how Evan Johnson is looking at right guard. Yeah, he's, uh, I mean, it's hard to judge an offensive lineman and even defensive lineman for that matter at camp because they're not going full speed. And um, Evan Johnson, Logan Furland, they've kind of been the two rotating out of that uh, right guard position. Of course, Logan Furland played uh, along the offensive line with Johnson last year, but it looks like with the addition of Philip Blake, it's going to be either Johnson or Furland at that guard position. Uh, Johnson was working with the with the starters there today, so I'm going to say based on his experience and you know his salary, he's going to be the guy at right guard. Um, but I think they do have a good second option in uh, in Furland, and they got a, a bunch of other young guys too. Uh, Evan Florence, a draft pick, he's looked good. Zach Fry's coming in; he's a former draft pick two years ago. He's looked good, so they have options for sure if they if they do want to move on from a more experienced guy in Johnson. Lou Gamelin's watching in Michigan, and he says, wow, Shea Patterson, I wondered where he ended up. He's got quite a football resume for sure, I think. That's why we brought Taylor on for this type of um, analysis. I'll lastly say this. The football guys are saying week one, Sask at Edmonton. Massive game for both teams. It's the game of the week. Whoever wins it, big leg up. Whoever loses it is going to be answering a lot of questions, Taylor. Not getting off to a good start. Is there a sense of optimism there or a sense of tension in that camp? You've covered it up. You know that you can sense or feel it. What's the vibe? Yeah, I don't know if there's tension quite yet. Uh, I think if they get off to a bad start, if they go 0-2 or even 1-3, 0-4 in the first four weeks, then the tension is going to ramp up a little bit. But right now, everybody's in camp. Everybody thinks this, thinks this is their year to win the Grey Cup, and the Riders are no different. Um, I think they have... I think they think they've assembled a good team, and I think Jeremy O'Day has put a lot of pieces in place to to make that judgment because I believe it is an improved team from last year. You know, obviously going 6-12 and 12 last year was a disappointment. I think they're a better team, but I think every team in the West thinks they're better this year, aside from maybe BC, uh, given that they lost Nathan Rourke. So I think Calgary thinks they're better. Edmonton thinks they're better. Winnipeg's still better than everybody else, so I think they're... They're at the top spot, but then there's, I think there's a whole mix uh, of teams that are going to be battling for that number two spot, and uh, the Riders are certainly among them. Yeah, that's why everybody's so happy this time of year. Nobody's lost yet. This is the most optimistic time of the year. Taylor, a wonderful update. Thank you for this. Enjoy the Bridge City, and uh, we'll talk down the line. Thanks, Rod. Talk to you soon. Great guy. He always helps us out. The leader posts Taylor Shire, formerly of global television i'll answer all of your questions next and we got aj jacobic coming in from ottawa in hour two senators broadcaster red blacks broadcaster 67s blackjacks what doesn't he do we're live on the game plus television network streaming sports radio wqee your favorite podcast platform and streaming PlayNow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. A site with hundreds of slot games. Your favorite live table games. And the PlayNow Sportsbook. Head over to www.playnow.com slash rpshow to claim your $50 casino reward. That's www.playnow.com slash rpshow for your $50 casino reward. PlayNow.com. 
19 plus, use your game sense. All right, welcome back, everybody. As we said, aerial coverage of the RP Show provided by Progressive Insurance. And breaking news today, we've got great comments coming in related to the breaking news. Even though it's a football Friday, the Maple Leafs don't care. Kyle Dubas is out as general manager of the Toronto Maple Leafs. The team said Friday morning it is, quote, parting ways with the 37-year-old executive whose contract was scheduled to expire June 30th. The Leafs won a playoff series for the first time in nearly two decades this spring when they defeated the Tampa Bay Lightning before bowing out to the underdog Florida Panthers in a disappointing second-round showing. An emotional Dubas said at his end-of-season press conference he wasn't sure if he would continue on as GM, citing the stress on his young family. I don't know how to feel about that, as Forrest Gump would say. Um, I want to get into this with A.J. Jakubik next hour because he's a longtime sports guy, career single guy. I've said this to many people, and I won't say to whom. You have to make a decision. Do you want to be successful at career, or do you want to be successful at family? Because I don't know too many that have been successful at both. You need to pick one. If you want to have a longevity in it and a long time at it. Uh, and God bless Kyle Dubas. Follows us on Twitter. Seems like a nice guy. Citing the stress on his young family. I'll be honest with you. He's just being honest. And unfathomable stress to be the general manager of the Toronto Maple Leafs. It's unfathomable stress to be the general manager of a junior B hockey team let alone the Toronto Maple Leafs. But if you don't want to do it, get out the way. Move, B. Get out the way. Because there's a lot of guys and gals that want to do it. I'd love to get the insight on this, and I probably will at some point down at the hockey rink. But uh, if you're not sure you want it, then you don't want it. So, see ya. That's my take. Leafs news conference coming up in uh, just over an hour's time, according to Troy in Toronto. But <laughs> it's, it's not really funny, but Jeff Kabilis in Winnipeg writes in and says, new Shanna plan, LOL. Yeah, <laughs> the Shanna plan. Rumple up, up, boop. He keeps his job, apparently. Mr. Google is the name of the account watching on streaming, writes in. He says, I just saw the CFL Plus announcement, but it doesn't say where to sign up. Just hold on. I'm sure you'll find out over the weekend. Gimme, 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 gimme. Now, now, now. <laughs> um, one point I wanted to make, and we'll get to the CFL news of the day. Buffalo took care of the Toronto Rock in the NLL Eastern Conference Finals, two games to none, to advance to their third straight NLL Finals appearance. They await the winner of the NLL Western Conference Finals, game three between Colorado and Calgary, after they each won one-goal games at home this past week. Game three goes Saturday in the San Mark, uh, San Mark. <laughs> I'm ahead of myself, in the Saddledome, 
The sports update is for Landmark Cinemas. In theaters now, Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse. And one of these days, I'll get this right. It's actually in theaters on June the 2nd. I'm sorry, I'm jumping all over the place because there's a lot to get to today. For our friends at the CFL, I'll read this briefly. We'll come back and talk about it more after the break. But the CFL today announced they're furthering their commitment to fans by providing free access to more games than ever before. A verified email address will be all that's required to unlock the league's first ever live streaming platforms, CFL Preseason Live and CFL Plus. You're going to be able to watch all the preseason games for the first time ever on streaming. Isn't that great? And here in the States, we're going to get them all on streaming. We'll talk about that all right after this brief pause on Game Plus and the Peace. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. 